Lotus FM News with Navita Gajraj. Seven o'clock, good morning. A crowd of angry residents has gone on the rampage at Mlazi, south of Durban, looting and vandalizing foreign-owned businesses. The owners were forced to abandon their shops under heavy police guard in the dark of night. Now, angry locals hurled insults and rocks at them as the shopkeepers removed goods from their shops. About half a dozen shops were vacated. Community members say the looting was sparked by the death of a woman who was shot dead, allegedly by one of the foreign nationals. What happened here in um, last station, the community is very upset with the people coming from um, Pakistan. So what has happened in the, in the earlier hours, they have shot a lady. So the lady by the hospital is passed away, have died. So I'm the member of the community that uh, I have seen here. The people are vandalizing, taking the thing. And when they come back to Pakistan, they shot here, they got unlicensed firearms. Meanwhile, a Tikwini city manager, Sibul Sitole, says they're planning a mass march in the Durban area against xenophobic attacks. The march will involve the KwaZulu Natal government and other organizations as well as foreign nationals. On Wednesday, a Tikwini metro police used a water cannon and rubber bullets to disperse foreign nationals when they wanted to march to the city hall. Asitole says the municipality refused permission for the march because they anticipated that the marchers would be attacked. Sitole says they want an inclusive march, not a march by foreign nationals against a government. Sasko President Ntutu Komakomboti says the removal of a Cecil John Rhodes statue must be celebrated, but he cautioned against loss of momentum on the struggle for transformation. Makomboti called on a government to intervene in institutions that are failing to transform. He was speaking during a discussion on higher education and transformation at the University of KwaZulu-Natal's Howard College campus in Durban. He says students and academics should not be demobilized now that the statue has been removed. They must view this event as, a creation, as creating the necessary conditions for heightening of the struggle for transformation in higher education. The deconstruction of institutional cultures that propel white dominance, white arrogance and white supremacy should ensue in all our universities led by progressive students, progressive academics and workers. A national discourse about transformation should begin our government should stop hiding behind the so-called prescripts of institutional autonomy in order to intervene where universities fail to transform. In other news now, the SACP in the Eastern Cape has called on citizens to unite in honor of its former leader, Chris Hani. This as the country is commemorating the 22nd anniversary of the death of Hani over the month of April. He was assassinated on the 10th of April, 1993, outside his home in Dawn Park in Boxburg, east of Johannesburg. He was shot dead by a Polish immigrant, Janusz Walus. SACP's provincial co-leader, says the SACP will be having a a series of lectures across the province on values that Hani stood for. Given the challenges we're facing, the destruction of statues, uh, and many other challenges that we're facing as a country, we would like uh, to say in the name of Chris Hani, it's important that uh, let's consolidate the gains we've made in these past uh, 21 years of freedom and build on that and never allow our country Uh, to return back where we come from of racial divisions and so on.
Krasatu General Secretary Zuelin Zimavavi has called on nine major unions loyal to his cause to determine the future of Krasatu when he addressed the Shop Steward Council in Cape Town. In an address to a joint Shop Stewards meeting last night, Vavi announced that Noomsa's nine Krasatu affiliates will hold a joint Central Executive Committee meeting on the 25th of April to decide their future in Krasatu. Vavi is currently on a nationwide tour consulting with workers following his expulsion from Kosatu by its Central Executive Committee last week. Can we still win Kosatu back? Apologise for that poor sound quality. Now, wrapping up, the former Australian cricket captain and cricket commentator Richie Bono has died in Sydney. The BBC's Phil Mesa has the details. Calm and unflappable as a player, Richie Benno became the voice of cricket. His sense of timing and gentle wit in the commentary box made him a household name in Australia and beyond. He enjoyed a long association with the BBC and was a revered figure at home. The former Australian test captain had been suffering from skin cancer that he blamed on years in the field without protection from the sun. He'd been receiving radiation treatment and was also recovering from the after effects of a car accident. Accident. Richie Benno was 84. That's news at uh, 7, your top story this hour. A crowd of angry residents has gone on the rampage at Mlazi, south of Durban, looting and vandalising foreign-owned businesses. For Lotus FM News, I'm Navita Gajraj. I'll be back with headlines at 7.30.